You're listening to the Good Christian Podcast. We're not saying that we're always good Christians, but this is always a good podcast for Christians to listen to. I'm your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. How to become more successful and grow in your ability to lead. If you wish to live life at the fullest and succeed the most you possibly can, you have to be continuously strengthening your leadership and also investing in your personal development. I'm so glad you're back for another episode today. I'm really excited about this one because these are my notes or my take on a Catalyst One Day Conference notes. I got the opportunity to hear Chris Hodges speak. I went with actually another author from dailyps.com, Jared Grabiel. You should check out some of his content. I'll link to it in the show notes. And uh, we went to this Catalyst One Day Conference in Austin, Texas. And again, we got to hear Chris Hodges speak, which he's an incredible speaker and just shared so much wisdom around the area of becoming more successful in life and just growing in your ability to lead. He's somebody who's really done this in his life and his ministry and his work, everything he's done, he's done with excellence. And it was just really cool to have the opportunity to be able to sit there and listen to him share. So I took some notes and then if any of you know me, I went back and completely changed everything and then uh, articulated my own way. But I wanted to share it today because I think that it's extremely impactful. And I shared part of this in a blog post as well, recently on dailyps.com. I will also be linking to that in case you want to see a written version of this and kind of just my points summarized. So I'm going to jump into this here today. Again, we're going to be talking about how to become more successful and grow in your ability to lead. So I personally have been volunteering at my local church, Celebration Church, Jacksonville, for just over 10 years now, and I work in the business world. But I know that I've been able to help the ministry grow because I've been able to volunteer and help. So I kind of want to add this side note at the beginning. If you're kind of thinking about this from a church perspective, you don't necessarily need to be staff to help something grow. And also, same with your business. You don't necessarily need to be in charge of everything. You don't need to be the CEO or the president to be able to have an impact and make an influence and grow in your area of success and your ability to lead others. So keep that in mind. It doesn't need to be, you don't need to be the person at the top. You don't need to be staff. You can do this at any area in your life. Wherever you are is where you're going to have the most influence right now. So use it wisely. And I promise you that when you use your leadership well, where you are today, you'll be able to succeed more and have more leadership in the future. So make sure that you're really thinking about that. So in today's podcast episode, I'm going to share four ways to become more successful and grow in your ability to lead. So let's go ahead and jump into those four points now. Number one, focus on continuous improvement. So when I'm looking at the business world, I look at almost every Fortune 500 company and all of them have the same processes and structures built along along this idea of focusing on continuous improvement. They do this in a few ways. Number one, quality product, defect-free. Number two, deliver in a timely fashion. And number three, the people or automation tools that deliver the customer to the customer must deliver in a delighting way. So it's got to be a delightful experience for the end user of it. So again, that's quality product, no defects, delivered in a timely fashion. And then however it's being delivered has to be done in a way that's delightful for the end user. So when you kind of think about this, you're like, all right, Alex, how on earth do I apply this to my life? Here's the deal. The point is to never stop growing and developing further. So you want to focus on continuous improvement in your own life. How have you been pouring into yourself right now? What are you doing to continue to grow yourself personally and grow in your ability to lead? Many of us, we assume that when we get into a big leadership role or position is when we'll step up to the plate. We'll just be like, oh, that's when I'll learn more about leadership. But what you really need to be doing is, is doing that today. 
You need to start pouring into yourself today and learning how you're going to lead at a higher level. So you have to be focused on that continuous improvement. How are you going to improve the quality of the product that is you? How are you going to make that more defect-free? And I'm not saying to go for perfection. Again, I'm just comparing it to how Fortune 500 companies run their businesses. Again, how are you going to improve yourself? How are you going to be able to do this in a timely fashion? How are you going to be able to do this in a way that is going to have a lasting impact but also not take your whole life to get there, right? What are you doing today to improve? And then how are you delighting people throughout the day? Are you actually pouring into people's lives? Are you helping people? Are you adding value? And again, many people will say, well, Alex, when I'm more successful is when I'm really gonna start helping people. You gotta start helping today. I'm telling you, what you do today matters more than what you're planning on doing tomorrow because you may never have tomorrow. Wow, man, said that on the spot. That's pretty intense right there, right? I wrote down this quote as well. When you stop growing and developing, your, organi- your organization starts dying. When you stop growing and developing, your organization starts dying. The same could be said about you personally. When you stop growing and developing, you begin dying. So make sure that you continuously grow and focus on that continuous improvement in your life. So that's number one. Number two, keep promoting life-giving culture. I love culture. I think we've had a couple episodes on it. I've written a ton of blog posts on this and I'll actually have links to, to them in the show notes and I encourage you to check that out. But here's the deal. You are the culture that you're around. So you could say my boss is, is a terrible boss or my company has a terrible culture. That might be the case, but the thing is you have to be what changes that. It has to be you. And that doesn't mean you turn into some sort of tyrant or, or uh, some sort of like warlord that just goes on a, on a rampage. You're like, we got to change things. No, it's got to start with you. It's got to be internal. If you work in a very negative environment, start being overly positive and let people see that because I promise you it is contagious. The best way I've found to continue to promote life-giving culture is to stay passionate and then keep the main thing the main thing. So keep yourself really passionate about everything that you're doing, but make sure that you're focused on what the main thing is. And for me, the main thing is leading people to Jesus. Doesn't matter what business I'm in, doesn't matter what church I'm in, doesn't matter where I'm at, nothing matters more than leading people to Jesus. So I stay passionate about that. And when I remember to do that, I'm automatically promoting life-giving culture because you can't follow Jesus and be after that and not be promoting good culture. So that's really important for you to remember. Now, if you are in any sort of leadership role, remember that people are watching you. People are following your leadership. So when you step into a role where you have people that are working with you or under you, they need to see that you are promoting that life-giving culture. They need to see that positivity, positivity in you. They need to see that passion inside of you. That is so important. I wrote a blog post a few years ago. It's actually, I believe, the most popular blog post I've ever written. It's called, A True Leader is One Who Knows the Way, Goes the Way, and Shows the Way, which is a John Maxwell quote, and I really break it down in that post. Again, I'll have links for you, but it's really incredible for you to really focus on you as a leader, somebody who is actually showing other people the way to go in life and living it out. It's so important. I'm not going to get too off on that, uh, on that tangent there, but it's really important to make sure that you as a leader are focused on the impact that you have on other people around you. So make sure that you remember that you have influence as you're promoting this life-giving culture, promote from where you are. And as, when you step into more and more leadership roles, make sure that you're also focused on how you are affecting those around you. Number three, identify and implement strong values. I love this because strong values isn't something that we just wake up with. We don't wake up saying, oh man, I'm just, 
you know, I'm doing A, B, and C, and they are just strong values. No, we have to work into those things. We have to figure out what they are and what they look like for our lives. And it's going to be a little bit different for each of us, but you really want to identify them and implement them as quickly as you can into your life and into your business. And then also help do that in your church as well. What kind of strong value can you have for yourself or conviction for yourself can you have that you can put into the way you conduct business or that you just conduct every single day of your life? It's actually been found that, um, you know, I'm going to use church as an example, because believe it or not, churches are one of the healthiest forms of business. Many people don't, uh, don't think of it that way, but church, uh, you know, it's probably a whole nother episode, but church is a business and uh, it's in the business of sharing Jesus, but you know, it still is a business and they happen to be very successful. So I'm going to use that as an example in this episode. Uh, churches that are growing seem to have these things in common. One, they're passionately in love with Jesus. Number two, they create ministry around people's gifts. They discover the right people for the right positions and the right jobs. Number three, they empower leadership. Number four, they have fun. Number five, they focus on reaching people. And number six, they make every experience a breath of fresh air. That is churches that are really doing it well. Now, if you're saying, Alex, my church isn't like that, well, guess what? It's up to you to identify and implement those strong values that make that happen. So have the influence where you are and make it happen. It's a little side note for you there. But what does it look like in your organization or your ministry, even your life? Would you say the same things about yourself? Are you passionate about Jesus? Are you creating ministry around people's gifts? Are you helping empower those around you? Are you using le- your ability to lead others to empower other leaders as well? Are you having fun? That's a big one, right? Uh, are you focused on reaching more people for the sake of the gospel? Are you reaching people to help change their lives and make them better? And is every experience a breath of fresh air or is what you're doing a burden? Those are all things we have to think about. I know I just said a ton right there, but it is so, so important that you really focus on this because, man, times are changing. Things are evolving in the world around us and strong values are becoming something of the past. And here's the deal. All of us, our job as Christians is to make sure that we are implementing these strong Christian values in our lives and in the lives of people around us, the businesses, the churches. So I really encourage you make sure that number three is a really important one. Identify and implement strong values. So I have uh, more examples of what strong culture looks like. I'll have links to that as well. I have links to everything today in case you can't tell. Um, So here we are. Number four, keep winning the war in the spiritual. So here's the deal. Even if you strengthen your leadership, you you grow more successful, you cannot skip number four. And so many of us want to not think about the war in the spiritual because it's so hard to understand. But we have to remember that God and the devil are both at work in your life and in the world around you. So here's the deal. Anything that you're doing that's me glorifying God is going to cause the devil to give some, some backlash to. In other words, there is a war going on for your soul, meaning if you're making a big impact in the kingdom, expect some opposition. Expect some things to go wrong. And the way that you win the war in the spiritual, there's a few things you can do, but make sure that you have a super strong prayer life. That is the most important thing. Spend time with God and then get free from sin. I'll tell you what, whatever it is that's holding you back, whatever bad habits you've developed that have turned into sin, get rid of those things. And you can do that by, again, praying and spending more time with God. When you do this, you become more and more like God. And when you're doing that, sin just kind of falls off, which might sound crazy, right? But the truth is, the closer you are to God, the less sin you're going to have in your life. So uh, the next thing I want to mention in there is it encourage those that you lead to pray and keep prayer at the center. So whether you have a Christian business or not, or whatever your life may look like, maybe you're just in school or something like that, or between jobs, whatever area of influence you have around you, remind people that prayer needs to be the center of what you're doing. Again, this is so, so, so important. If you get one point, get 
this fourth one I'm talking about, keep winning the war in the spiritual. We have to make sure that we're, we're acknowledging that there is another dimension. There is a whole nother area that we can't see. And it's a spiritual battle that's happening in front of us. We've got to keep prayer at the center of everything we're doing. And then maintain a prayer shield. I love this. Get the people that are in your corner to pray for you. Uh, you know, it's great when people check on you and encourage you. That's great. I love that and all. I'm not saying to stop that at all. But more importantly that, have people praying for you. Have people sending you you know, encouraging things, but mention, hey, I'm praying for you, by the way, and tell them how they can be praying for you as well. Um, I want to read a Bible verse here. It comes out of Ephesians 6, verse 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rules and against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. It's a big Bible verse, right? But basically it's saying, Remember, there's a spiritual battle going on around you, and you need to be able to win the war in the spiritual. And that all happens when you get your life right with God and you get your prayer life straight. And uh, I know that that's been really true in my life. So spiritual affects everything. Again, not just your church, not just your personal life. It's your job. It's your leadership. It's your success. Everything you do is affected by the spiritual. So make sure that you're really focused on that. Win the war in the spiritual today. So again, I kind of want to go over these things one more time. Uh, We need to be focused on continuous improvement in all these areas. So if you want to, again, grow in your leadership, if you want to grow in your organization and your church, and you just want to have a stronger, more fulfilled life, you've got to focus on these things that we talked about in this episode today. So again, to go over those quickly, number one, focus on continuous improvement. Number two, keep promoting life-giving culture. Number three, identify and implement strong values. Number four, keep winning the war in the spiritual. When you do these things, I'm telling you, it's going to make a, a huge difference in your life. And I know it has in mind. When I've gotten these things right and I've been in the right standing with God and really have my prayer life right, these things all just propel you so much further in life, in business, and just in your relationship with God. So here's the deal. I want you to make sure that you have accountability to these things. So show someone else's episode, make sure they see that. And then don't have this stuff hidden. If you write it down somewhere, go public with it. Remind people that, hey, I'm a Christian. This is what I'm doing with my life. People need to be able to see that more than ever in today's world. We're going, we're going into a world that's getting darker and darker. And we have to be that bright light because God needs that in from us more than ever. Now, again, you might be saying that, Alex, you know, I love this in all, but I'm not leading anyone or I'm not in a position to really to do any of these things. Again, where you are today is where you need to improve from. So don't think about yourself in five years from now when you're a manager or a leader or whatever it might be. Think about where you are today and how these four points can affect you. I promise you that when you start doing this, you're going to see a new strength, a new leadership, a new success in your life. And I know it's been so true in my life. So make sure that you're being faithful in every single season. I have a question for you before we close out here. If you were to add a fifth point to this episode, what would it be and why? I'd love to get a discussion going on this. And if you would, just visit podcast.dailyps.com. This will be the first post that's up right now. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. So again, if you were to add a fifth point to this episode, what would it be and why? As always, thank you so much for listening. I love doing this podcast. I love each and every one of you. I get great reviews from this and it's been just so much fun. So thank you as always for listening. And I'll be back with you all next month for another episode. Thank you again for listening to the Good Christian Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and a review. This really helps us to continue to impact and reach more people. Until next month, remember that becoming more successful and growing your ability to lead begins when you place your foundation on God.